What makes one woman capable of turning her life around while another cannot? My experience has been that what a woman believes about herself makes a difference in how she deals with difficulty. I'm not talking here about thinking positively. Positive thinking works fine if the situation is somewhat under your control. If you lose your job, you can find another. If your marriage has gone stale, there are ways to renew it. But what about those situations that you are truly helpless to change? I believe that if you see yourself as God sees you, if you have a good sense of self-esteem, you will somehow be able to cope with almost anything, because you will find that God's grace is indeed sufficient for you. Most women, however, tend to get their sense of self-esteem from three sources—their accomplishments, their appearance, and their relationships. Unfortunately, as we'll discuss in Chapter 5, all of these are susceptible to change. No matter how talented we are, some of our efforts will fail. Sickness, accidents, and most commonly time itself will touch our looks. And one way or another, even the best and most loving relationship has an end in this world. There's good news, though. As women, we do not have to be dependent on any of these three things for our self-esteem. Instead, we can rely on our value in God's eyes, and that will never change. Scripture says, The king's daughter is all glorious within. Through Jesus Christ, we can become king's daughters, and we will be truly glorious in God's eyes through the transforming power of His Son. Steve Arterburn, chairman and CEO of New Life Treatment Centers, says that the goal of secular counseling is to make you feel good about yourself. But the goal of biblical counseling is to make you feel right about yourself. That is also the goal of this book. It is written specifically for women, because in my experience women struggle more with the issue of self-esteem than men do. The most heartbreaking letters we receive come from women. This is not to say that men develop self-esteem more easily than women just because they are men. From childhood, men are conditioned to act, not feel. We know that in truth they do feel, but what we see are their actions, not their pain. To a man, emotional pain is something to be swallowed down and denied. Sometimes even their wives never suspect that they are suffering. Achievement of any kind brings self-esteem, and if there's one thing men are taught today, it's to achieve in the world, to feed their families, and to prove their worth in their day-to-day -day lives through their actions, not their feelings. Women, on the other hand, are conditioned to care for others, to be supportive, and to develop their self-esteem on the basis of their relationships with others. The most successful career woman in the city is still expected to dress her children in clean clothing, keep her husband fed and cared for, get along with everyone in the office or church, and contribute to the lives of others in her spare time. If she is capable of doing all of this with grace, good humor, and love, others will respect her, and their respect will build her self-esteem. Can you see how this leaves women with the short end of the stick? A man is allowed more latitude in his personal and professional life. He is allowed to be a real stinker personally, as long as he produces. If he achieves, he builds his self-esteem. Women, on the other hand, must be pleasant and nurturing while they achieve. Their success depends more on their personality, on how others see them. If a woman's self-esteem depends on how others see her, then it is not in her own control. 
It is one thing to be able to do a job well, and an entirely different thing to do a job well and have people at the office appreciate you. You may be struggling today with an incorrect sense of your own worth. It may manifest itself as an eating disorder, compulsive spending, depression, fearfulness, obsession with your appearance, or any one of a number of other ways. You may be disappointed when I don't deal individually with those painful problems. While my heart goes out to you, covering all of those problems would fill a very large book. Moreover, it is my experience that many of these issues are either the symptoms or the results of poor self-esteem, not the root cause. While the symptoms are serious enough on their own, we must deal with their cause, not just slap on a bandage and ignore the infection. If we did that, the problem would just break out in a different set of symptoms. If you are struggling with these issues, I would like to put my arms around you and whisper that God loves you, that you are valuable to Him, and He made you because He wants to create eternal beauty through all that you are experiencing. What I hope to give you in this book is a basis, a foundation for understanding your worth no matter what your personality, life story, talents, or limitations.